Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Also, if you can, give it five stars, please, if you could. Uh, also, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. A lot of crazy headlines I want to uh, fill you in on. I do want to say uh, there's two things going on before we get into the headlines. One, I was supposed to already be done with this episode, but I had to stop as I started. I can't stop going once I've started. Stinks. Because my ring light that I use so I can get very beautiful lighting on my face so I can make promos for social media, it broke right as I'm like, three, two, one, hey, and then all of a sudden it just falls over. Fucking plastic, man. I hate plastic. <laughs> and that's what happened. I treat that ring light like it's a fucking baby. And it just, its head fell off. Like in Dumb and Dumber. Got no food. We got no jobs. Our pet's heads are falling off. That's what happened to my ring light. So I have it held together right now with Gorilla Glue. It's the Gorilla Super Glue. So hopefully it holds. Hopefully I let it sit long enough before I put my camera back on there. So we'll see, fingers crossed. Also, this is annoying. This has probably happened to you in some way, whether it's a text chain or a social media chain that you're tagged on for some reason. Do you ever, does this happen? Where you're in this middle of this conversation, and you're like, why the fuck am I part of this conversation? I don't give a shit. That's what's happening right now. I am stuck in the middle of this, it's, it's I guess, an interesting conversation, but it's I don't care that much. Somebody tweeted out over in the UK, and uh, SideWorld underscore UK, I've interacted with them uh, several times in regards to that I've reviewed some of their, their uh, shows before they release them and give them feedback. They do it to a few other people, too. But they're having a conversation. What's a, a terrifying nightmare you had as a child? And all of a sudden, I didn't know that they tagged me in this. I see this big old list of people interacting. I'm like, all right, we got a lot of interaction with the podcast today. No, <laughs> no, it's just these people be like, when I was a child, I used to have a dream of a red ball rolling across the floor. Turns out uh, it ended up squishing my whole family, and it, like s stupid shit like that. Uh, but and I'm looking at them. None of these are really even good. Uh, let's see. This one guy wrote, uh, "I had several dreams about a giant rolling red cylinder." Oh, that's the one I was making fun of. That would crush someone that looked just like me, but that person was would sat, just sat there staring at me with a righteous grin as the cylinder rolled over them. From behind, the dream was typically followed by a period of sleep paralysis. <laughs> also, I was high. <laughs> really fucking high. Uh, it's just weird. There's, that's like probably the best one. But I don't know. It's just annoying, too, because I'm like, all right, got a bunch of comments that I can use for the podcast. No, no. Maybe I'll, if, if these continue and there's some good ones, I'll just steal them for the next episode. Be like, hey, guys, here's some weird fucking dreams that people have had. Have you had weird dreams? I've had weird dreams. I actually took combined two medicines once, and like thankfully I didn't die. 
but it like fucked up my brain. <laughs> it did. Anyway, uh, I can't remember what I took. It's like oxycodone in in like Benadryl, and it fucked up my head. And I think you can die from that shit. Anyway, like I had this thing. I wasn't asleep, but I felt like it was one of these things where I felt like my brain was getting turned inside out. And I remember I was trying to sleep and there was a moment where this dream where the intensity was you, you have to fit this. Let's say it was like an, an elephant inside of this teacup. You have to do it, do it. You have to do it. And it was just like this, like um, insane amount of pressure that I was supposed to be able to do this. And it was like kept running through my head. And there was all sorts of these moments where it was just like, where these weird scenarios were happening. It's just like, you have to be able to do this to that. And even though I knew it was impossible, I was like, you can't fucking do that. And be like, no, it. you have to do it. And, and it was just this weird, weird thing that went on for like several hours. I probably should have gone to the hospital. I might be dead now. <gasps> oh, my God. What's happening? This is all a figment of my imagination. I'm on my way to hell. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I'm stuck on a Twitter chain. I'm sure that's happened to you. I get that every now and then on a text chain. And I'm like, fuck. Can I opt out of this? But then you don't want to be the dick that's just like, can you guys remove me from this list, please? And they're like, oh, somebody's a party pooper. You guys don't want to talk about donuts and coffee? <laughs> no, Carol, I don't. I don't fucking care. Jesus. You know what? You know what? I need to be put in a good mood. Let's jump into the headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> We have all been there. We have. We've all been there. DK Metcalf had to leave the game the other day. Seattle Seahawks receiver. DK Metcalf had to be carted off because he had to take a shit. <laughs> he, this is what he tweeted. That clinch walk wouldn't have made it. He had to poop so bad that he had to get carted off so that way he could at least clinch. How fucking hilarious. At least he's honest about it. Man, that would be embarrassing to accidentally poop your pants as a professional athlete. I know like Mark Schlereth and a bunch of other guys have peed their pants. There was some story on the other day where some new football players just, they're trying to hype him up because he pees his pants. Like, dude, that shit's been done. Schlereth has been, did that a long time ago. Don't act like this is the first time. Shit, man. Get your shit straight, ESPN. Mark Schlereth used to work for you, and he used to pee his pants on the field, okay? I don't need to hear some new guy trying to take credit for something somebody else has already done. Ooh, you pee your pants? Yeah, it's already been done, buddy. Already been done. But I've never seen anybody shit their pants on, you know, a football field. I do think it's bizarre that it's fairly acceptable to shit yourself if you're a marathon runner. I mean, because really, what are you going to do? Can't really pull over to the side and take a crap somewhere. That's bizarre to me. That's like, they're like, you see pictures a lot of times where there's somebody just running along and they got just diarrhea, just running down, running down. It's so disgusting. So disgusting. I, I, 
I'm sorry. I can't imagine doing anything in life that I'm trying to do for pleasure where I'm like, you know what? I think the best option here is to just shit myself. I can't imagine doing that. Now, if you're fleeing for your life and you're just like, I, I don't have time to take a crap, then it's fine to shit yourself. There's a monster coming. Well, I don't have time to poop right now or go to the restroom, so I'm just going to go ahead and defecate in my pants. That's acceptable. But playing a sport? No. Nope. Call a timeout. <laughs> Call a timeout. It, that's pretty jacked up. I, I, just, I saw that from... DK Metcalf, and while I applaud him for being honest, it's pretty gross. <laughs> Did you see that the Rocky, the mascot for the Denver Nuggets, guess how much money he makes? $625,000 a year. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Now, I will say this. He's very entertaining, does an amazing job. Now, I'll give you the list of top five it's let's see rocky obviously number one was six hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year harry the hawk makes six hundred thousand dollars a year benny the bull of the chicago bulls four hundred thousand dollars a year go the gorilla of the phoenix suns two hundred thousand boy that's a big jump in between two hundred thousand dollars a year and hugo the hornet one hundred thousand dollars a year jesus christ that's the NBA's highest paid mascots. That's insane. Fuck. I'd be the worst mascot. If I was ever a mascot, they're like, Scott, we need you to fill in as Rocky the mascot for the Nuggets. I'd be like, okay. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'd get a nice chunk of change to do it. I'd just be walking around, just be like, all right, let's go, team. Woohoo. All right. Then I'd do be doing like finger blasting. That sounds kind of gross when you actually, I said finger blasting. <laughs> like, come here. <laughs> I gotta go finger blast over here. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'd be the worst at it. And then be like, hype up the crowd. Be like, come on, you can do it. Louder. Okay, whatever. Okay, I got you. When's my break? I'm tired. <laughs> the game's only like two hours. <sighs> it's a long two hours. Be awful. Be just sitting down, just taking my head off, <laughs> damaging children right and left. Be like, I thought he was real. Nope, no, he's not real. Rocky the mascot, not a real thing. It's a dude under there bursting bubbles. Yeah, I'd be awful at that shit. Be like, Scott, uh, this is the time at, uh, uh, you know, uh, in between quarters or something like that. You, you got to dunk a basketball i'd be like are you fucking serious i'd be the first mascot to die <laughs> on the court be like what happened i don't know he just fucking he ran jumped off the trampoline and then he just smashed into the post <laughs> it looked good though i will tell you that it looked good but he just got crumpled up like a little fucking tin can anyway i just thought that was an interesting thing that's a lot of money he's making over a half a million dollars a year and I was reading somewhere on social media that, that somebody's like, yeah, he's he lives down the road from me, and we always see him outside practicing his dunks. Like, the dude takes it seriously. So good for him. Uh, I, I can't really bag on it. I think any one of us, if that was an 
if that was a skill you had and somebody wanted to pay you for it, you would do it. It's just like if you could be playing in the NBA or any other professional sport, if somebody wants to pay you a shit ton of money to do what you can do, then you're going to accept it. Nobody's going to turn you down. Now you look at this and from the outsider's perspective, you're going to be like, well, that's annoying. He's making that kind of money, blah, blah, blah. There's people starving out there. Yeah, but if somebody offered you $625,000 to do what you do now, you would take it. If all of a sudden I got a huge deal, sponsorship deal, where they're like, hey, Scott, you're only going to be on Audible or you're only going to be on Spotify, something like that, and you're going to get paid $625,000 a year. By the way, breaking news, I do not make that much money. <laughs> on, wait, I should have I should have got the breaking news thing. Phew, boy, hey, shitty. This is why I don't make $625,000 a year. Hold on, ready? It's breaking news. Oh, my God. Breaking news. Yeah, this just in. I do not come close to making what Rocky, the Denver Nuggets mascot, makes. Yeah, he makes $625,000 a year. I don't. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. You're welcome. But hey, good for him. Good for him. And the fact that he works at it and he's so good at it, I, I have nothing to complain about. So he got more headlines coming your way first. But uh, first, but we, we uh, 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 again, that's why I don't make $625,000 a year. Root for sports this. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm stupid. Root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday from a punter running out of the end zone to, you know, getting sacked in the end zone. You got to root for two, root for chaos, and win money with Superbook Sports this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Just like that, football season is here. Don't fight traffic and pay 40 bucks to park in the stadium. Get in a gear, you tree hunter! We have every game, every weekend on our 70 big screens. It's the Blake Street Tavern. Denver watches football. This is an interesting story. A new, There's a new M&M color out there. And people are upset about it. And I don't understand why people are upset about it. Purple. Purple's the new M&M color. They still have all the other colors. You know, green, blue, orange, yellow, brown. Now there's purple. Who fucking cares, right? Uh, apparently, it, people can't accept change. The M&M parent company Mars wrote about purple's personality on its website. It says... Designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity, our newest member is known for her earnest self-expression, keen self-awareness, authenticity, and confidence are driving forces behind Purple's charm and quirky nature. I'll tell you who's mad about this. It's people that are homophobic and stuff like that. That's that's who's mad about it. Because when you read that, it's, they're talking about uh, self-expression, self-awareness, authenticity confidence and you know uh, and that bugs people people think that that's just a trend and people think that that that's just people jumping on the lgbtq i think i said that right 
uh, bandwagon. That's what they think that this is. I'm guessing. I'm casting a judgment net out there on the people that are mad about the purple M&M. Because otherwise, why would you be mad at that? (laughs) Who gives a shit? Who? Oh, it's a now. If you eat M and M's, you're gonna be gay. Oh shit! Here we go. Next thing you know, you're gonna make them shaped like little penises. Yeah, but they're delicious, (laughs) delicious chocolate uh, candy shelled penises. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't care. They taste delicious. Mm, These penises taste delicious. They melt in your mouth. God, people, who gives a shit? I again, I'm I'm just judging on that as far as who the people are that mad about, are mad about it. First of all, it goes back to what we've talked about before. Who gives a shit if you like penises or not? Who who gives a shit if you feel like you were born in a, a different sex's body? I don't understand any of it. I can't wrap my mind around it because I was born a man. I enjoy the fact that I'm a, I'm a man and I like vagina, but that's who I am. And if you're similar to me, but you believe in and feel different things, that's okay. I don't care if you if you identify more with the the purple M M&M, and M. That's cool. It's cool. I don't get it. I don't get it. You it, it and I'm not meaning that as a slam. I'm just being honest with you. I don't understand that, but I also I am me, and you are you. So. I don't understand a lot of fucking things in this world. <laughs> I don't understand why these guys in Ohio cheated during a fishing tournament. It was uh, officials at the Lake Erie Walleye Trail in Cleveland's Gordon Park. Basically, these two guys, Chase Kaminsky and Jack Runyon, were caught cheating after they pulled in their catch and... They allegedly, they did, I saw the video, it's no allegedly, they found iron weights and fish fillets hiding inside their their trophy fish or what they brought in to get points. So they were adding weight to these fish so that they would win. And a lot of people on social media are laughing about it. They're like, ha, ha, ha. Here's the thing. At first, when I first saw this, I was like, what the fuck? How stupid. Why are they all mad? Then you start thinking about it. You start reading up on it. And it's like these guys, last year, these two dickhead cheaters won over $306,000 between them. They won a lot of fucking money. They took that money from other people because they cheated. They don't deserve jack shit. Now, here's the problem. You can prove that they cheated in this tournament this year you can't really prove that they cheated last year when they won. As of right now, I don't believe you can. So it's it's theft by deception, or however you want to put this. They cheated. Now, there's a video where it's a bunch of people just like yelling and screaming at these dudes for cheating and getting caught, and they're gutting the fish right in front of them, and there's a mob of people around these two dickheads that got caught cheating. And they're pulling out these steel balls, they're these little weights. And then there's like fillets from walleye in there too. And they're just slapping it down. And everybody's just like in disbelief. And half the crowd is just like, we've been fucking telling you for years these guys have been cheating. Here's the thing. 
I don't like cheaters in sports. I've caught my wife cheating in Monopoly several times, <laughs> and it drives me nuts. She doesn't do it anymore because I caught her. <laughs> Boom, Park Place. Anyway, but here's the thing. The problem is you, you can't prove that they cheated prior to this incident, or maybe you can. Is there something written in the event rules that states if you get caught cheating, you lose your prior winnings? If not, there's nothing you can do about it. The only thing they can really do about these guys that cheated is stripping them of their, their current competition, anything that they've won currently, and allow the, and, and not allow them to compete in this tournament or any affiliated tournaments ever again. That's really all, you know, you can do. And how fucking shitty is that? I'd like to know what these guys do outside of this job. If that's your only job is to be a fisherman and now you can't fish for <laughs> a living, what the fuck are you going to do with your life? Nothing, nothing. Go work on a fishing boat. That's basically all you can do. You're disgraced. You can't compete uh, as a fisherman. So now you got to go and, and do an honest job and work for a living somewhere. They fucked up. They had an easy gig of fishing. I say easy, but it's not a nine to five grind. No, you're fishing and you're getting a shit ton of money. These guys also lost. Don't forget. They also lost sponsorship money because of this now. And I'm curious of what, the sponsors are going to do. They might have a lawsuit against these guys and get past money back or something like that. It's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. It, it is kind of humorous because they're like, like people are chanting like, fuck, I, they need to go to jail. Unless you can prove that they did it for the last competition, I don't, I don't think that they can go to jail for this. And it would be fucked up if somehow they went to jail, but then Brett Favre, who steals from welfare in Mississippi doesn't go to jail. How fucked up would that be? If these guys, you know, steal uh, and lie and cheat, but then Brett Favre doesn't see a fucking day in jail. Uh, that'd be annoying. Rich, a longtime listener of the podcast, wrote in to me and said, hey, you need to check out this new Barney and Friends docuseries. It's on Peacock. Starts October 12th. I found the trailer. I am actually intrigued on this. Let me play you the trailer real quick. This could be interesting. It just exploded nationwide. It was a cultural phenomenon. What color is happier than purple? No color. This is Barney, and this is what he sounded like. Barney stands for inclusion, acceptance. You should love everyone. We all have Cheryl Leach to thank for that. As her love character was heading into the stratosphere, People couldn't accept that this was just a show. And, and so let the bashing begin. Some of the rumors that I heard, Barney hides drugs in his tail. They were violent and explicit. Death and dismemberment of my family. I love you, Barney. They were going to come and find me, and they were going to kill me. Just the dark side of this whole moment. That must have devastated Cheryl. There was something larger going on here. I don't think you could ever think somebody would go and shoot someone. Oh my God. That comes out on October 12th on Peacock. 
I want to see that. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Twisted. It, it is funny, though. Yeah, I say funny. It's sad because I remember I couldn't stand watching that show when I had nieces and nephews when, when it was really popular. My, my niece, Danielle, she liked it because that was the thing to watch. And what's funny, you watch the show. There's nothing bad about it. It literally promoted happiness, being kind to people. Why did we all hate it? That's fascinating. It was like positivity overload, and we just couldn't handle it. I remember when my son was little, and somebody gave my kid a a DVD or something of Barney, and we're like, we're not going to watch that shit. Because it did, it was just such a positivity overload. Like, I, I didn't want to watch it. And I'm like, I can't stand it. And really, it, it's bizarre that I felt that way. So it was also, oh man, I just, it, it, it's a bandwagon of hate that we all tend to get on. And it, it, it's very interesting to see, I, I want to watch that, that thing because I hated Barney. And I can't really tell you really why, but I think a lot of us were that way. And what's funny, you think about it, what Barney was, look at Mr. Rogers. I don't know anybody that hated Mr. Rogers. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that did, but he's such a good guy. How could you hate Mr. Rogers? I'm going to put on my shoe now. Look at here. Look at, it's my left shoe. It's friend is Mr. Right shoe. That's fun. I don't know why people would be upset about that and hate that, but we do that when things are too positive because we love negativity and things, things are too happy. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, I, and to see that like they were show in that trailer, they're showing people like burning Barney's, they're cutting their heads off of Barney dolls and stuff like that. It's like, that tells you kind of, we're a fucked up society. We are a fucked up society. We don't enjoy nice things. We enjoy carnage. Fucking bizarre. We are a fucked up society that hated a purple dinosaur for no fucking reason because it was too nice. What the shit? What the shit? What is wrong with this? It's too nice. Fuck it. Burn it. Burn it to the ground. Kill every Barney <laughs> that you come across. Man. Seriously, go bring up Barney to anybody that you work with. Be like, what are your thoughts on Barney the dinosaur? And see what they say. There's a good chance. I would put a number out there. 70% of the people you talk to about Barney the dinosaur are going to have negative things to say about him. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. On scientific uh, study, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Hey, by the way, if you're going to, if you have the luxury of a transportation to the bathroom, when you're about to pop a load in your pants, do like DK Metcalf and sit down and take that ride because you don't want to have that walk of shame. One, everybody knows that you're like, oh God, you're really pinching it. You don't want that. And then especially if you accidentally lose, you lose that game. You don't want that. You don't want that. Hey, guys. <laughs>
Hope you have a great day. Truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Uh, thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's to Huff Uncensored. My ring light did not fall apart, so the super glue worked. Thank you, Gorilla Glue. The Gorilla Glue Super Glue, because I don't like the regular uh, Gorilla Glue that expands. The Super Glue doesn't expand, so that's why I'm very happy with that stuff, so I don't have a bunch of foam shit. Anyway, you're welcome. Too much information. All right, I love you guys. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.